0: Is it playing? Oh, well. We'll go ahead and get started. Um, welcome, everybody. It's the relaunch, baby. Bad Guys Podcast. Bay Area Disguise. I'm the one that's bad at golf. He's the one that's bad at hair choices. I don't know. I have blue, I have blue hair, so I'm hot, the color black. I'm Jeff Goss. That's, of course, Jeff, Jeff Rex Roth. Jeff Rexroth. Jeff Rexroth. And we're the bad guys. It's the brand new one. Jeff, why don't you tell them about why we're doing a brand new one? Why we do a brand new one?
1: Yeah, so you know, um the the Pearl started off as uh the original podcast and um that was like really made just to kind of as a joke to focus on what oyster bay was and then Jeff and I kind of joined forces. We started talking about more than just uh oyster bay. We've brought up um legal issues in disc golf. We've brought up other things that are going around the around the Bay Area and um, I just found it like a perfect opportunity for us to rebrand. We took a nice little break, um, and now we're back better than ever. Um, i've We've got a lot of uh, things in store. Uh, I personally am go- am going to uh, um, make try to make a lot of like videos and and live streams and things like that happen. Um, I wish I would have been able to uh, get out to uh, the New Year's Classic and uh, interview players uh, as they're coming off the course. That would have been a perfect opportunity, but it's gonna be things like that. Um, opportunities like that uh, to kind of tell the story of, of what disc golf is happening here in the Bay Area. Um, I love podcasts um, and so uh, I'm just super uh, excited to uh, you know grow the brand um, and just you know hopefully uh, reach out to more more people in the Bay Area um, get, get us all connected uh, and I, I love this so yeah. I'm just super appreciative.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback on that I mean well, first of all if, if the podcast is a success and we can make some money off of it maybe we can get jeff a laptop that he can have an actual camera on instead of using his phone um and then the other thing i want to say is that um yeah like we, we we started just talking about a bunch of little things and then we started talking about the big things in disc golf and we talked about the bay area a lot and um jeff is now the vice president of the oyster bay disc golf club i'm the president of the east bay disc golf club we're all friends with all of the people that are running all the disc golf clubs in this area. And the way that the the the, the politics of the Bay Area work, having a bunch of fiefdoms of, 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 of disc golf clubs makes the most sense because of the land use issues and all of that stuff. But that doesn't mean that we can't come together and still try to do a bunch of stuff together. Some of the stuff that I'm trying to do with Flip Up Productions is running more single day events because it's a lot of overhead to run events and clubs don't have the bandwidth to do it. We'll talk a lot more about events later on. But... In this iteration in the the podcast, no longer the Pearl, we're the the bad guys podcast. We're hopefully going to have an RSS feed up for the podcast, which means we'll be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and stuff like that uh, pretty soon. Probably take me a week to figure out how all that stuff works again. I used to do podcasts, but I haven't done one in a while. We'll get that all set up, but I'm recording the stream locally so I can pull the audio from it, or we can do a video podcast on YouTube or something like that. But we got the branding now. So obviously we have our own Facebook page. If you're watching this, you're on our Facebook page right now, and we'll be running the events and the the live video streams through Facebook for now because that's the, you know, where our audience is. Um, but yeah, why don't we jump into what's been going on? It's 2024. We talked to you guys a little bit last month, but we haven't talked much about what's been going on in the Bay Area lately. Jeff, so what's what's first on the agenda? Uh,
1: First, this probably has the most uh, points is that uh, it is bag tag season, baby. Uh, Every club is uh, gearing up for the 2024-2025 calendar, and we – this weekend, there are a buttload of events. Uh, If you uh, find that you can't go out and volunteer your time, and we will talk more about volunteering later – your money goes a long way. Also, Uh, a lot of these clubs are are definitely uh, run off of nickels and dimes. Um, Some have, Uh, overheads that others don't. Um, But the more money that we get into those clubs, the better those events are, uh, the better they're run, the more things that go back to you. I guarantee you that no one that is volunteering for their club uh, is getting rich off of your bag tag money, Um, but it definitely helps. I know for Oyster Bay, we owe around $3,000 every single year just to get insurance. Um, Now, the great thing about that insurance is that Um, we are going to be able to add things to the course. So we just got the okay through Oyster Bay, uh, or sorry, through East Bay Park and Rec, that we are going to be able to have uh, currently battery-operated tools to go out there. Before that, it was Amish tooling, uh, so goats and push mowers, uh, which sounds insane. Um, And so, honestly, as of yesterday, we got the okay that uh, we can start getting – battery-operated weed whackers, battery-operated mowers, and things like that. We're currently creating a list of, of items. If you have any of those things uh, and that you would like to volunteer forward, as in you want to bring them and bring yourself, or that it's just sitting around the house collecting dust, please let me know, drop in my uh, DM, or just post it on the Oyster Bay page. Uh, we would love to get in contact with you. Uh, so just a little heads up on what clubs are doing what this weekend. Uh, we've got San Francisco Club. They've got their uh, membership drive. That is Friday and Saturday. Uh, you can find all of this on Disc Golf Scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm playing San Friday. Clu- I'm
0: playing Friday, by oh. the way.
1: Uh, I am going down to LA to play in an Ultimate Frisbee Beach Party Tournament. Classic. Uh, it's only only Frisbee, only Ultimate. I'm playing these days. Um, <laughs> it is an ab- absolute blast. Um, Don't break so an I will ankle. be a I God, I, if Sorry. I am, I will be. I will be drunk and will not remember until the next. Day. Until the yeah, I mean you, you'll remember. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. might not notice it happen. Yeah. What, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else we got? So yeah, so sadly I I won't <clears throat> be there, but I will definitely be buying all these tags. Uh, okay. San uh, San Jose is doing theirs on Saturday, uh, and Sun Saturday and Sunday is Napa. And mm-hmm. then in, in a couple of weeks we have a uh, Devil Mountain. Saturday and Sunday,
0: 27, sorry, 27. sorry. Saturday and Sunday yes. of next week is Napa. Oh, my apologies. Uh, my apologies. Saturday wrote... and Sunday of this week is the UFOs at Taylor Mountain. Okay. Yeah. So. Great. So great. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, San Francisco, San Jose, and the UFOs are all doing it this weekend. Uh, Napa's next weekend. Devil Mountain is in two weeks, or maybe next weekend as well. Yeah. T- 27, 28. Okay, that's two weeks. Yeah, cool. And then you're you're not doing yours until the spring, and East Bay doesn't do theirs until the spring either.
1: Correct. Yeah, this is just purely based off of when our, when we first started doing it, and we try to keep it kind of consistent. Also, it, it it there's a lot of clubs doing it at the same time, and we want to be able we want everyone to be able to go and collect all the tags. Um, we run a really fun tag tag event every month. Uh, I know that East Bay Club has their uh, weeklies, uh, and they have tag events all the time. You can chase down the one tag um, here and there. Uh, Wilson Linker is, uh, is always ready to battle you for a tag. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: so Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, yeah. I,
0: I, this year, I really tried to, because we do a Flex Start weekly, um, I really tried to still try to have some sort of sense of community. So usually at our weekly, at the East Bay weekly, we'll, we'll pick a time, and that's like the, the East Bay club members time like show up then or anybody really if that's when you want to find if you don't have a, a group show up at well for right now it's nine o'clock on saturdays um so if you ever want to come down and play for tags and the 2023 tags will still be in effect until we do our bag tag which will probably be in april if i had to guess um yeah come on down on uh, at, at nine o'clock saturday mornings
1: yep um also just a huge shout out to uh caleb Rancourt uh and uh pure uh pure disc golf uh bam no uh uh, I was no looking around for free... I was
0: looking around for cured stuff because I do have a bunch of it, but I, it's not within hands re- or with arms reach, unfortunately.
1: No free <laughs> ads, Caleb, you owe me 20 bucks. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, that he his He has been traveling the United States talking about this app that he is creating, which is going to connect disc golfers. Um, it is a very, very cool app. Um, you can download it today. So please go get it. Uh, and if you are looking, if you're in an area, or you are looking at your local uh, course to try to get uh, random people, you're going by yourself, but you want to play with more people, uh, you can jump on his app. You can uh, connect with other golfers. You can set times that you're going to go play, and hopefully, people can jump on your card. It is a, it's very, very neat. Uh, I can't wait to play with, play around with it a little more. Um, so huge, huge shout out to that. Also, also shout out to Disc, uh, Disc AI, uh, Jonathan. Uh, he is in the next couple of weeks is going to be going and helping coach the UC Santa Cruz uh, disc golf team. Oh wow! Uh, and, yeah, um, so he'll be putting his uh, his disc AI app to use, um, helping them uh, hopefully push that team forward. Uh, if you don't know, disc golf in college is actually a team sport. Uh, it's very very neat, so I highly recommend uh, looking it up on YouTube. Very very cool uh, strategy. Uh, yeah i've been very, looking very to, I, yeah i've
0: been looking it. to get into that because i mean we, you know you and i both kind of dig team golf right so mm-hmm. like figure out maybe we, there's some stuff that we can steal me and rex roth are still trying to get together and figure out how to do an east bay versus oyster bay match play nti type thing and we haven't figured it out but this summer we'll figure it out we got if we start talking about it in january maybe we'll actually get it figure out by June.
1: yeah absolutely and the positive is that i will not be look most likely not be coaching as much ultimate frisbee as i did last year and that is it is very very time consuming yeah uh and so it'll give me a lot more time to uh to focus on uh on events ah god uh of course you try to like swipe one text
0: away and now (laughs) oh yeah are your are your comments blowing up are we are we we going viral (laughs) are we going viral right now
1: oh oh we're we're celebs for sure. for sure.
0: Wait, yeah. Uh, Cause I think we have we have four <laughs> stream we have four people watching the stream. Okay. Um anyways. Five. That's great. It's and
1: four. last 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 event is uh Berkeley Best Pairs. Mm-hmm. Uh the signups are tonight.
0: I think they start tonight, yes. For yeah, early t- registration. Uh,
1: the, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, the 10th. Oh, okay. Uh, I am purely going off of I looked at my phone at Disc Golf Scene right before we got on, uh, but yeah. So I saw. I will Netflix, tell you uh, this.
0: This yeah. has been the good part about uh, we've got a good board going and we got people that are excited about running events at the East Bay Disc Golf Club. I'm not involved in this at all, so I have, I've, I'm not actually sure when it's going on. I am literally going on Disc Golf Scene right now to be like, uh, is yeah. Um, let's see. Actually, you can register right now. It looks like oh maybe oh, that's I can what I yep. Yeah. It, re- yeah. Registration's open. Go for it, guys. Great. Yeah, and Logan, it? Uh, Logan Ritter and Mike Sale have already registered. Logan R- Logan Ritter told me this, or was talking to Wilson this weekend because you know it was Logan Ritter and Neiman, I think, against against Wilson and Will in the finals, uh, you know, in a playoff last year. But now Logan's yeah. Logan's uh, uh, I won't say you know he's upgraded, but Logan's got Mike Sale on his <laughs> team, so you know there you go. Um, good luck, guys. Good luck. But yeah, I'll be. Yeah, sign- good luck I'll, to
1: everyone. I'll
0: maybe I'll sign up. I don't know. I'm not very good at disc golf. Nobody ever wants to be my partner, so I guess. I'm
1: also not. I'm also not very good. Sometimes it happens. My thing is that make sure whoever your partner is that you love them enough that your relationship can exist post tournament. Yeah. saying I can only really Am handle. I-, you, I can only really
0: <laughs> handle you on Zoom. So I don't. I think, don't blame you. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think <laughs> us for three or two and a half days or a day and a half plus the after party. I got asked yeah, to play here. the after party though, but I don't have a band. Oh. That's I don't have a band that's ready for it. We we might still put something together to jam, but yeah, it's gonna yeah. be at Sontag's. It'll be an after party at Sontag's uh place around the corner, so it should be. How really sick fun. is that? Yeah, we always try to do an after party for the Super Bowl because it's Super Bowl. So usually we're done by the time the Super Bowl starts, like one o'clock or so, right. and have a cookout and shit yeah. like that. But yeah, and um, this, well, if you want to be a par- if you want to partner yeah. up, um, yeah, maybe maybe the Jeffs do have to go take it down. Good publicity for the podcast.
1: It would be great. Can Plus, we start up hand, div- Division
0: 3? Forehand, oh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I think I think I pull you down enough that we could be in the bottom division.
1: Great. Oh, trust me, I was no help to Kalen last year.
0: Uh, I, <laughs> Kalen and
1: I less, lost by 30 strokes.
0: That's just because uh, you don't the- know how to play AP because you're too afraid to come over and play it. We'll go out and play it a couple times. You'll be. I mean, with your forehand, you should be destroying AP. You'll be fine. Anyways, we're digressing. What right. were we were talking about? Okay, we're talking yes. about tournaments that are coming up.
1: Yeah, um, there, there's a bu- there's a bunch of other ones that I, I just didn't get a job down. Make sure. Oh, you yeah. uh, I screen. think I
0: think Vintage Cup signups are already open yes. for Napa. Yep. Um, it's gonna be Silicon Valley Classic time pretty soon. It's gonna be, okay. uh, no, no, that's later in the year. Shoot. Anyways, now we're just guessing. But um, yeah, uh, definitely looking to do OCC again this year. Uh, you know, a lot of logistics there to figure out. But um, it'll be um, you know, around the end of March or the beginning of April if we end up doing it. Um, and, but, you know, we're looking to do that as well. Um, you know, and then, uh, yeah. Uh, do you guys have any tournaments, uh, that you're trying to think of? This might be long-term speculation, but are you guys thinking about trying to do some stuff this summer, uh, with Oyster Bay?
1: Um, there, there's not one set tournament. Uh, something, I'm definitely looking into getting to more, uh, team events as in yeah. like doubles and triples, triples events. I think that's um, the greatest
0: thing that you can do. Yeah.
1: It's the thing about the events that I run is that I want to be passionate about the events that I run and doubles and triples are definitely events that I do. And I've just seen so many different formats. So like something that I am absolutely passionate about running very, very soon is uh, something called the newcomers ball. And this is something that they do in the new England area where it is a no cost doubles tournament where experienced players bring out brand spanking new players. Uh, and it's on a trust thing that's why there's no cost to it yeah. and it's just a way to get brand new players out and about get them uh socializing in the community mm-hmm. seeing because that's my favorite part of the sport itself is the community uh and so yeah you get to just bring drag a, a new player in so so an event like that um age uh, aged doubles so like you're combining the two ages and that is the Divisions that you're in—it's not experience-based; it's age-based. um So I would love to get like a plus uh, plus 150
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: division going. Yeah, um, yeah, no, I and, love I
0: love those century yeah. divisions and all that stuff. I I think I think it's a really great idea. I mean, I know that you are passionate about that stuff, and I think those are the kind of things that we're not seeing a lot of in the Bay Area, like fun one-off, one-day type things. We're seeing more and more of them, but a lot of the events still end up being kind of these larger two-day events bigger events, because, you know, if a club's going to put their effort into it, they want to make it a big thing. And so, you know, again, with Flip Up, we're going to try to do a bunch of smaller things. We had such a great time utilizing, and I wish you were out there to see it, and you'll see it in coverage, um, because we got coverage for uh, the pro uh, card on the last day, and Thomaselli shot a great round. But um, we had such a fun time utilizing the late course, Wilson and I, um, that we're going to do more stuff there as Flip Up. Like we're just going to do some one day stuff there. We got we got a couple ideas. I don't want to. I don't want I don't want to sort of tip our, our hand about some of the stuff. But you know, us it'll be a cool name and a cool theme and a and a cool idea and utilizing uh, the late course as much as possible, um, as well as trying to get back on the big courses there. Um. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I can't. I can't wait. The other thing that we we kind of launched today is that uh, we are going to have a monthly layout challenge. And so a layout layout is going to be set. It's going to be a mixed layout of of whatever, yellows, yellows to yellows, blues to blues, yellow to blue, blue to yellows, setting up an 18-hole course. Um, You can play it as many times as you want, and we will just check the leaderboard at the end of the month, and we will then post the top 10 scores uh, for that that layout. That's
0: awesome. There's no cost to it. Does you just do a leaderboard by layout now? It does, yeah. Okay, cool, because it used to just have, like, the main layout or whatever. Maybe it's always had that, or it's had it for a while, and I just never noticed it. I'm never on the leaderboard, so I never really checked. it out. Um, no, that's, I, I love this idea, and this is one of the the, the the awesome parts about Oyster Bay, because you have so much, you know, so many permutations, you can do stuff like that. And, you know, when we were running, um, when we ran our, our station League, and when we were doing doubles out there, you know, you always want to kind of show off the best, funnest parts of that course and i think something like that i always want because when we go out there and play we never play yellow yellow or blue blue or anything we 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 play dealer's choice so we just rotate Mm -hmm. through the thing and you know make up the the thing as you can and you know in u-disc you can change the pars and all that stuff but anyways right uh yeah yeah no i yeah lots of fun stuff coming up i think on on all the bay area courses here not only in the next couple months but should be a really really fun year i think in general there's a lot of energy i think from a lot of the clubs going on right now so should be great yeah, a-
1: absolutely. I, I am I am revitalized. Mm-hmm. Uh, my game is not real revitalized. My putting is definitely not revitalized. No. Shout out to, shout out to Riskit Discs and all the people out that are out at putting league. Uh, please get uh, home safe. It is very very rainy. Uh, I was playing ultimate tonight. Uh, I am soaked uh, right now. <laughs> well, I didn't realize uh, it gotten by...
0: so rainy. I've been napping for the last hour.
1: <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. It. Uh, I was told by a friend of mine that that ultimate was going. Uh, that there is no rain in the forecast, and then he sent me a satellite picture, and there was no clouds. And then I got there, and it was sideways 20-mile-an-hour winds uh, with a ton of rain, off and on rain. That, it was bonkers. But that's kind know. of
0: like it was at Saturday uh, uh, at Lake Chabot, where like we kept looking at the radar, and it was like, it looks like it's about to end. It looks like it's about to end. And then I would tell people that as they're coming. Or we're sitting at hole one, and they're coming around from hole 10 to play again. and And they're like, Stop talking. You're clearly jinxing it, you know, because you right, right. just keep running. Um, actually, maybe this is yeah. a good segue for me to just quickly do a recap of New Year's Classic. And then, and then we'll go to maybe the Bogey Brothers stuff. Because um, yep. I still haven't watched it. I, I've, I'm kind Ooh. of waiting to watch it because I think that we might do this reaction thing or something like that. So, I don't know. Maybe the yeah. reaction will just be Jeff hasn't watched it yet. And Jeff watches it with Jeff. <laughs> anyways. <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> and I can, I can be like, oh, my God. I, the only thing I've heard about the eagle. I know about that part. Yeah. Um, I, I'll go through and watch it. But anyways, New Year's Classic. Was a super fun success this year we did it on the lake course because with the um the clubhouse at lake chabot burning down trying to do a traditional new year's classic there i think would have been a real hassle um because especially with how much it rained uh just having nowhere to hide in between rounds and to reset and all that stuff anyways we did it on the lake course wilson linker was the the td and Farrah wayne was the assistant td she helped out uh, all weekend on site because you can only have one uh player td so Wilson played in the event, and I played in the event as well. Obviously, I helped out with a lot of, like, some of the layouts and logistics and stuff like that. But really, we took a very normal, you know, sort of how... Uh, we, we, we took Lake to the Extreme, in terms of where you could put the baskets, then added a bunch of Safari-type holes around it as well, um, where we changed the T-pads, or, um, you know, we we split that... We played four really, really long, all the way out into the, the middle of nowhere, and it was a par 5 for the AMs. So we played all that and uh, there was a lot of uh, really fun golf. All the amateur event uh, rounds were really, really good. The afternoon of Saturday was really tough because it rained really, really bad. Um, and that was when the A pool was playing and we had made the A pool very tough in terms of the par and in terms of, of just some of the shots that you have to execute. And uh, and so the I think 2 down was the the best score on Saturday in the A pool out of MPO and that was a uh, 1020 rated round 2 down. Then fast forward to the next day, A pool or B pool in the morning does great. The weather's beautiful all day. And then A pool um plays again which is um MPO MP40 MP50 and AM1 Mal1. Um in AM1 and I am look I'm I'm putting pulling this up just so I get this right. In AM1, Perry Walker goes ahead and just decides to shoot a seven down no wait was it seven or nine uh-huh. um, nine down i think it was um a nine down for a ten forty five rated round and i wish i had saw that like I, I saw a couple of the shots because i you know i saw them out on the course um but like if you know this course and like go watch the coverage later on and then think about what perry had to do to get nine down on this course it's absolutely out of control um but you know obviously the highlight mpo uh, round. Uh, the, the the lead card ended up being really, really fun. We had Thomas Tomaselli on there. We had Jacob Blair on there. We had Adrian Bloomberg on there. We had Logan Ritter on there. And we had Max Kazdigs over there on it as well. So it should be really fun to watch. Uh, Tomaselli went into the second round with a lead uh, and, ex- and extended it um, uh, to shoot a four down on the second day and, and at a six down. So just really fun. He also gave a great speech uh, saying how much he liked Lake Chabot, and he was bummed about the, the clubhouse burning down and people should come and donate. Hopefully this makes it into the, the coverage video. But really it was, you know, despite a little bit of weather and, and, and players kind of finishing in the dark on Saturday night because of the weather, I I guarantee you there was 15 minutes in the middle of Saturday afternoon where nobody was playing. Everybody just ran for cover because like there was huge gaps. But anyways, we got through the whole round and we got through the whole weekend and it was great. Made a couple bucks for uh, the East Bay Disc Golf Club. Uh, we added $12.50 in cash for the pro field. Um, we were able to um, help subsidize the, uh, the coverage. Um, so we'll you know, get more YouTube videos of, of Lake Chabot out there in the world, which I think is always a great thing for just advocating East Bay Disc Golf Club. So yeah, really fun weekend. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing a lot more weekends there on the Lake course as well as the big courses this year.
1: I was watching from uh, my phone, uh, yep. just watching the scores, uh, and uh, my, uh, my partner in crime for uh, Bogey Bros, Michael Bueno, was, uh, was tied for the lead uh, in M1, uh, and so I come in to check in the next day, uh, see how he's doing. I'm like, oh, he's got to be like halfway through his round, and I look, and I'm like, oh, my God, some guy just is it, like shooting eight down right now. What is going <laughs> on?
0: And it's caught him yeah exactly especially when you saw the scores the day before like i knew it was going to shoot better yeah yeah i knew it's yeah Yeah. oh yeah yeah perry walker went from third card with a plus 10 to winning it so like i mean that's that's a pretty amazing feat for sure must feel good um he won a lot of a lot of whirlwind script
1: Hey, <laughs> Like go. 2
0: like 200 dollars a script or something like that. It was kind of ridiculous, but yeah. Oh man.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, also shout out to uh Local Touring Pro Danny Clyden for taking down the FPO uh division. It was great to see uh, her does... out there. Yeah, absolute beast. Uh, hope, mm-hmm. Can't wait to watch her on uh, on coverage. I was super lucky to get to watch her at Worlds. Yeah. Um, so yeah. yeah. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah. we weren't we weren't
0: able, we were able to do coverage for the FPO field. That was in the the morning and the same time that uh, that the the filming crew was playing actually, because we had basically all the women in the B pool and um, we only had four women playing uh, at all. Uh, one dropped out the right. morning of, so it was um, Danny Clyden, uh, Jen Kazdiggs, um Oh my goodness. It's right, um, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Ruth Steele. And then uh, Amelia Seichow, who is the young up-and-comer that got the ace at Kaleidoscope. Uh, Leo Seichow. Celebrity. Yeah. Instagram celebrity. Uh, featured on, on, you know, uh, Simon Lizotte's vlog. Uh, you know. And I think my shirt is in there for about half a second. Um, <laughs> <laughs> as I'm I, heard looks,
1: your, I heard your cheers. I, <laughs> I your said, cheers. yeah.
0: And then, like, there's a comment on the, on the post. It's like, at least nobody said, let's go. And literally two seconds after the cut, the clip cuts off. I'm yelling, "Let's go!" I'm sure, but <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, it was really great. So we all had them all on a card. So uh, we, I think we got a little bit of it. Like, I think some people got a little bit of video coverage of that. And obviously, Leo always is taking video footage of it. But it was really great to see Danny, a touring pro, and Amelia on the same card. Um, you know, with 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 Ruth and Jen, who've just been around forever. Um, and you know, just really solid card. Um, yeah, tell me about the Bogey Bros. Because uh, I haven't watched it, and uh, I heard you did pretty well. What are the Bogey Bros? I don't even really know what this is.
1: Okay, so the Bogey Bros are these two guys that played in college, and they are part owners, at least one of them is is part owners, about maybe 50% ownership of a company called Foundation Disc Golf. Oh. Foundation Disc Golf is also partly half-owned by Brody Smith. And so if you look up uh, on YouTube, Foundation Disc Golf, uh, the Foundation podcast, um, they've kind of, they're kind of starting this like disc golf network um, where Robbie C, who's kind of also a, a YouTube personality for disc golf, uh, they've got multiple shows of multiple podcasts. One's called In the Bag, where they talk about like, oh, this is like a putter podcast. And they talk about what kind of putters to put in your bag. They have a mid, they mids drivers. Then, then they also like someone will th- send in their bag, and then they'll kind of talk about the, him and his partner will talk about how to fill uh, fill in your bag and like what you're missing and what you could possibly replace and whatnot. Um, so th- they, those two guys, went on this thing called the West Coast Tour because they have this thing called the Bogey Bros Battle, and mm-hmm. they have done something like twenty, but it's kind of in their area, up and down the East Coast. They're from Virginia, and so they've done it up and down there. Uh, well, they decided to do a West Coast challenge, and of course, like in their comment section, it's always you guys suck, you're the worst. I could kick your ass, <laughs> and so they're like, "All right, cool, we'll bring it." So they came to the West Coast. Uh, they did. They filmed 14 bogey bro battles in like two weeks. Uh, <laughs> they went. They went from I think like Utah to Idaho to Seattle, down to Arizona, over to LA, and then finally back up to the Bay where then they, we were the final battle. Uh, we were the 14th battle. So the that morning they had already played day, their law doubles battle. The other thing that they're famous for is for crapping on law, And they don't crap, they don't crap on it as in like, they think it sucks as a course. They just don't think that it is a course that should be played uh, on the pro tour.
0: And oh, so I can see that a little bit.
1: Me too. And so everybody but everyone gives, but of course, like you know, it's the internet, so everyone jumps to the most extreme conclusion of you hate Daylof. <laughs> so they, that was their second to last battle, and then they, we were supposed to go play Emerald Glen, uh, as oh, yeah. as the final battle, but because of the construction that was happening at Emerald Glen, they had to make a a, a, ch- a change, and I had told Bueno, uh, so I will be talking. Michael Bueno. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Glen Eagles
0: play. or Emerald Hills? No, Glen Glen Eagles. Glen Eagles. Glen right. Eagles. Okay, you were saying Glenn, like Emerald yeah, Glen, Emerald Glen. And I was like, wait, which one? Oh, is my that? bad, my bad. It's like a like t- a smash up of the two ones. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. No, Glen Eagles. Eagles. I, that's because when yeah. you first told me about it, you were saying you were going to play Glen Eagles.
1: Right, and so because of the construction, they had they they were like they asked uh, Bueno, who was the contact where should we go? And like, well, you're already in Santa Cruz and there's this kind of gem of a course called Boulder Creek. Uh It's about an hour away. So, or like, since it's up into the Hills, technically it's not, if you went straight at it, it'd be 20 minutes, but yeah, yeah. because of it being in the middle of nowhere. Uh, yeah. So we kind of gave them the heads up uh, about that course. Uh, bueno had never played it and I'd only played it maybe two, two times. And so because of that, uh yeah, we, we, we got them to go play. Uh Bueno, I uh, didn't even know me. My partner didn't even know me. He would just wanted someone that threw forehand as his partner. So uh, he he's friends with Dan Slavik, who is the president of Livermore Club. And Dan had uh, mentioned that I am a pretty good forehand thrower. And so Bueno out of nowhere just threw uh, our name on there. And uh, we got picked to, to be participants in this Bogey Bros battle. And, yeah, so they just play doubles battles against – people and we were the last battle uh in the uh on the west coast tour
0: did you play the whole 18
1: we did yeah we played the, the full 18.
0: wow yeah. but these guys had just played day law so they were gassed so they
1: had one they had just played day law all 27 Two, at day law i i don't remember i did watch the video um yeah. i can't i i can't no matter remember. matter you're gonna get yeah, gassed it, i mean for sure now the crazy thing is that like watching the filming they they never got dayla it was kind of annoying <laughs> They never, and sadly, uh, a lot of the De law positions were in the shorts. Oh yeah, so they didn't have to play like on two. whole two is crazy. It, it is so scary throwing uh, throwing oh, yeah. discs at, at the at the basket that is on the edge of death.
0: Oh, uh, they didn't get that experience. Position. Oh yeah, they no, didn't, they didn't get the De law experience. Then they didn't <laughs> get the
1: true the full no. in my you that right up. now you're
0: not supposed to be playing too. though that you did this in the summer right it was like in the middle of the summer right. okay yeah June, for, yeah yeah. Yeah. So, yeah um oh it must have been like right after they had done all the master stuff and like they, they were like okay we'll move everything back for a bit <laughs> yeah
1: yeah so, yeah which makes which makes sense we don't want to spoil uh, it
0: or anything right or I, I don't know is there even spoilers anymore i don't know do you want to talk about the results of it or do you just want to get people to watch it
1: Oh, we can we can spoil it. Uh, it's been out, and I've published it on uh, on a few pages. So yeah. if you are on here and you haven't seen it, uh, pause, stop watching our film. You can definitely come back tomorrow because this will just be on the page. So you can always uh, you can always come back. I highly recommend watching it. It is it is very very fun. Um, but I will say that the bogey Bros were pretty bored after about four holes uh, because we just absolutely smashed them. Uh, spoiler alert: um, they they their game was on, but uh, I was magical. Uh, I'm not gonna... <laughs> uh, I I I seriously could seem to not be able to miss in the in the beginning of the contest. Um,
0: like your putts, could... or were you just throwing that forehand real well?
1: I was throwing the forehand very very well.
0: Oh, on I mean, oh, one... the first the first couple holes with a forehand, you could put some major damage on the board, especially if you if you if you just throw a forehand on that first hole. I mean, and I don't know if everybody knows what Boulder Creek looks like, but the first one is a big left like slow left turn for 500 feet par four or something like that right yep yeah that kind
1: of ends on an island yeah thing. i assumed you yeah. just smashed it <laughs> yeah so like so my partner bueno he is trying to get on discraft underground so he he has a pretty he has a very strong drive uh, for backhander um, and he can clean up putts so mm. on hole one uh, i put us into the corner uh and then i put us like pretty much into the basket we finished with a bird they, they par, they miss like a, a tw- like a 30 footer, uh, on hole two, hole two is like a 400 foot up kind of a gradual climb. Uh, and he put himself to like 20 feet, uh, in line with the basket and then finished the putt that puts us at two down They're at par. Uh, they miss their, they miss their putt. They miss a like 40 footer, uh, on hole two, we get to hole three. It's uh, kind of like a very straight shot that has like a road to the right side, or like a tr- uh, walkway. Uh, the mm-hmm. walkway is OB. Uh, I put us to like ten feet. Uh, we get we get to the next hole. Oh, yeah, that's hole. a good
0: forehand. The Hole three. That's a good forehand hole too. Yep. Uh, <laughs>
1: hole 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 four would was would be of like all of them. That should be where the momentum for my forehand uh, ends because it is kind of like you have a bush that's kind of like hugging you into the tee box. Uh, so you have to kind of throw a dead straight backhand at it. Yeah. Or a little, or like a hi, a high hyzer. Yeah, you can uh, throw a
0: big crashing hyzer also. But yeah, it's it's a big hyzer yeah. shot. But yeah, yep. or or like a little finesse down the middle shot. Yeah, but For it's sure. still so like throw, three. But it's still three twenty or something like that. It's a, it's a long shot.
1: Right. So I throw a I throw a roller that puts it to five feet. Uh
0: <laughs> oh, on purpose. Oh, because you're because pl- yeah. you're playing doubles, so you're like, oh, I'll just throw a roller.
1: <laughs> yeah for sure and like i don't have there is no better shot that i'm going to get as close than throwing the roll it's also kind of like on a slope the basket yeah. is yeah. so my idea was that i would throw run it up the hill it's pretty yep and that's exactly what it'll it did just die it burned-
0: yeah yep and that's what it did okay t- so stop i'm gonna go yeah. watch this tonight i'm watching this okay. right after this so let's, 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 yeah. let's, let's save some magic for for for, yeah. for the for the silver screen um that sounds yeah. awesome and i really love that course um Going back to what we were talking about, about events in the area, Santa Cruz area is doing uh, basically a circuit or like a like a, like a a series. So there's basically, I forget what they're calling it, but it's basically a Santa Cruz series of things at Pinto, De La, obviously the Master Cups Weekend, Master Cups Weekends, Pro and Am and, and Masters. But then they're also doing an event at Boulder Creek this summer. So um, that's going to be back in the fold. And me and Wilson have been talking about doing something up there for a long time. I'm definitely going to try to play it because I think they said it's going to be a 27-hole layout, which means they might be able to use, they must be using the old original Disc Golf 9 that they haven't been using for a long time. So Mm. it should be really, really fun. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to bring that back up since we're talking about Boulder Creek. Looks like they're going to be doing events there. And definitely a really fun play if you haven't gone up there and played it. And obviously you can see it on, on coverage of the Bogey Bros um, on YouTube now on their, on their channel, I'm guessing.
1: Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. You can, you can check the, you can scroll down the mm-hmm. Oyster Bay page. You can scroll down. I, I think I posted it on the bad guys post, podcast page. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Um, you can definitely jump on my page and and, and find it yeah. or yeah, just, just look up uh, foundation uh, disc golf uh, on YouTube. You will mm-hmm. run into it pretty quick in their video feed uh yeah it's a it's a great it's a great time a lot of really good golf is played so it's fun
0: one of the things i would like uh, that we're we're probably going to do here with the bad guys podcast is uh you know take clips of this and put them up on youtube or or take smaller chunks of it or maybe you know re-syndicate it on on youtube as well um you know one of the things about kind of making it our own thing is that we can kind of put it everywhere and and do what we want with it so um look for our own youtube channel hopefully at some point um i'd rather probably stream on youtube than facebook um Google is maybe a little lesser of an evil than Meta, but I have no idea. Not really. <laughs> yeah. Right. What um, am I yeah, do? And, and
1: and we're also hopeful we are hoping to be able to get um, Trevor and Hunter, the bogey Bros. Uh, oh, we yeah. were hoping to get them on uh, on the podcast so we could do a little Q and A about it, especially about their trip, uh, what they thought about the course. Uh, their, their one night stay in San Francisco, whatever. (laughs) Um, but because of, it's just very busy it's the holiday and whatnot, um, we haven't been able to get in contact with them recently, but they did say they were, they would like to do it. So we've got the, yes, we've got the, yes, they just haven't, uh, through Bueno, uh, who is the, the actual contact. Um, we we just haven't been able to make a connection.
0: And if we do, then, Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll help produce it and we'll, we'll get it up here uh, on, uh, the bad guys podcast. Yep. Cool. Uh, what yeah. else we got to talk about? I think. What else did I? I was trying to figure out what I, what I was like, put on the flyer. I think it's just. What's yeah. So new we in twenty twenty four, we've talked a lot about the next events that are coming up. Uh, yeah. What do you want to do next? In the yeah. One, so uh, we
1: have uh, we had the uh, the new start, and that's kind of uh, also kind of a, a part of it. Uh, the Oyster Bay, we we redid our board. Uh, welcome, uh, Peter Frioli. Uh, I am sure I'm saying that last name wrong, uh, but he is he's jumped in. He is now our our treasurer. I, I, man, I wish I could spoil it, but that dude has some pretty cool ideas. and some really good connections. Mm -hmm. Uh, So am I saying that I could play you or that you could play disc golf uh, with a San Francisco 49er? Am I saying that? No, because I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but take those words. uh, Peter was
0: in the comments earlier. He might still be watching. Hopefully you're not getting yourself in trouble here.
1: Yep. Uh, that is not a guarantee at all, uh, but I am not saying any of that. <laughs> Remember that. I'm not Peter, saying any Peter
0: of that. has done a lot of community outreach and a lot of working with schools and a lot of other stuff. You're really lucky to have him on the board. We've been trying to pick his brain to how, how we could do stuff with the East Bay Disc Golf Club. But it sounds like you guys are kind of in the same vo- mode that we are. We want to start getting out there and doing more stuff. I assume we'll collaborate on stuff between our clubs as well. Um, if you guys have a good idea then we'll lend our support and vice versa, you know, so um, just look for more of that. I think Peter's going to be a really big ad for you guys getting out there and doing outreach this year.
1: For sure. I think one of the ideas that I've been kind of tossing around is that Bay Area Disc uh, is an ultimate Frisbee program. Mm-hmm. They run they run youth camps uh, from ages like 6 to 13, 14, uh, and so I have been kind of in contact with, them or one of the people uh, to hopefully add a segment of their ultimate frisbee camp to be disc golf. And with that, because their camp, they, a lot of their big camps are in Berkeley. It would be great to be able to get some sort of momentum built off of their camps into a, like either a free youth tournament. Uh, even if that's just nine holes, that's probably all that it needs to be. Uh, they could throw ultimate lids. Uh, Whatever, whatever it it takes to be able to grow the sport on the youth side, Um, I was around for the ultimate side when we it got a real massive boom. When I when I first started playing or coaching ultimate in high school and middle school, uh, there was six high school teams. And when I left eight years later, there was an A division of twenty teams and a B division of twelve teams and a full women's division. So, um, yeah, also a a a full mixed season. Mm -hmm. I'm not taking credit for. Most of that, <laughs> uh, but I was definitely around Ford and I did a lot. I worked a lot of those camps. So if you put the attention there, uh especially back to the money, <laughs> back to buying uh, bag tags, if, mm-hmm. if the money is there and and the people are there and the the grind is there, you can do some really, really big things. And just watching uh, Amelia uh, and there's a kid named Oliver, uh, who I think also is M1. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to play against him when I think he was like 12. Uh, he is obviously a beast. And Mm -hmm. I've just been watching his name, uh,
0: Rye. And we just had Adrian Bloomberg on lead card, you know, MPO. uh, And, you know, two years ago, he was playing the New Year's Classic as an AM and winning it. But at, you know, he's 18, you know, he's just going off to college. He's been in and out of a lot of the disc golf clubs around here and playing since a very young age. And a lot of that obviously is if your parents play when you're young you'll play but I think exposure in other places like in elementary schools having a basket in public parks having a basket to just toss at you know camps like you're talking about where it's already related to disc sports. they obviously have an affinity for flying objects you know um and I think what kid does it you know like I mean that's the reason we all do this right like we all thought the frisbee flying was super cool I wasn't very good at ultimate I never got into ultimate but when I was a kid I still through discs a lot and i played some version or bastardization of disc golf since i was probably eight or nine in public parks and then when i went to santa cruz and found de la viega and i was like oh there's special discs for this and you can actually do this whole thing i fell in love and that was you know gosh 22 years ago longer than that when i was 18 19 you know i'm 44 so you do the math.
1: I mean, it is it is so easy, and that was one of the things that I used to like preach to my uh, ultimate frisbee players: is that like take a frisbee to school, and I guarantee people will instantly fall in love with; they'll be instantly me- me- mesmerized. You may not even be good at throwing a forehand, but I guarantee your mediocre forehand is better than their terrible forehand. Yeah. And they, if you can throw one forehand good one time, they're instantly like, "Oh my god, this is the coolest thing ever." <laughs> and that is how like my my ultimate program when I lived in Turlock and we built that youth program out there. That's how it exploded. It was just kids taking their friends to, be to school and then all of a sudden they'd drag five of their friends with them because yeah. they thought that that was just super super neat. Yeah. So yeah, if we can if we can roll on that uh, like grow on that momentum um, and and grow like a real big youth scene mm-hmm. out here. Yeah. Uh, as you as you can see with these tournaments, watching the leaderboards, watching the pros, Gannon Burr is 18, 19 or whatever and he was destroying people at 16 and 15 you see it all the time uh kids are so smart and they learn so quickly oh yeah yeah so, um, so I, I mean yeah. saw,
0: we got Simon Crosby in San Francisco we've got i mean just so much great talent there's a lot of there's a, there's two or three young am one 15 year olds 14 year olds that i've played a lot with down in Santa, uh, in the san jose emerald hill events uh, the santa cruz events um you know, Big Ben's their dad. Oh, I'm fl- I'm flaking on their kids, but um, yeah, like, uh, it's all about youth. Um, you know, from either East Bay or Oyster Bay or Flip Up or whatever. Uh, we got to get some free, you know, very. Like kind of like the bring a friend double stuff that you were talking about, like just ways to get kids in the door, bring your kid, you know, like, oh, you know, we mm-hmm. all got, I have, I know a bunch of people that have kids that are around six or seven, you know, like, let's just bring them all, you know, one day and, and, you know, go mob the yellows on the front nine of, of Oyster Bay or something like that. You know, I think there's a lot of great stuff, but we're digressing, you know, this is, this is great, but we obviously we've got a lot of stuff that we want to get done, but yeah, I I, I sure. think the outreach with what you guys going on, on the board is going to be really amazing.
1: Yeah, um, so I think we we might have like two segments left. Okay, uh, we're gonna we're gonna end the day uh, with a segment I kind of thought of a couple of days and we threw together right uh, right now. We'll end it. It's called in the brag, mm-hmm. uh, where we're gonna show off uh, a disc uh, in our collection and whatever story is behind that. Okay. But for the first thing uh, that we'll get the boring side out of it is just volunteering. Uh, if you have the ability to volunteer, if you have the ability, you have the time. Um, every club, every course. Could use it. Uh, Oyster Bay currently does not have a weekly. It's because the weekly is not time-consuming, but it does take time. Mm-hmm. And you will see, like chabot has had multiple people run their week their weekly, mm-hmm. and then it kind of falls out of favor. Yeah. Um, we had we had one, and then enough people complained that that even even though it's only probably two percent of the people that are actually playing it. I, Th- that stuff wears on you and especially yeah. when you're volunteering you have to have a thick skin
0: uh, you're... when you're a teacher. For, sure. for sure
1: for sure and, and it, i mean it
0: on the east bay side i've been running the aquatic park in lake chabot monthlies and weeklies for the last two years and it's a lot I'm, I'm i'm frankly tired of it and i started my new board my my first board meeting with my new board being like here's a list of a lot of stuff that i do and it's not that i don't like doing them or that i'm mad about doing them but I need to do better at delegating, and we need people to delegate to. So we've got great boards going on on both, of our, on both of our clubs, but we need more volunteers. Every tournament that you you see that happens runs on volunteers. I came up with a great idea this tournament where the, a lot of people don't come around and pick up their script for AMS. You know, like they got eighth or ninth, and they don't even know that the payout goes that long or whatever. I just give that to the volunteers. If you if you don't pick up your script, and we're gonna put out a jar next time. If you don't, you know, if you don't care about another disc for Morwood, put it in the jar. Jack Wilden will get a disc. You know, Mark Farrell will get a disc. These guys came down and did a great job this weekend. So um, there's gonna be a million events this year, uh, all across the Bay Area. Get out and volunteer for your local club. There're gonna be work parties. Um, in fact, this is a great chance for me to um, publicize not a work party, but at AP we're going to be having a tree um, planting party. Uh, I think it's in early February, there's an event on Facebook, go to the East Bay Disc Golf Club page, uh, and there's an event already set up for it. But uh, the 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 club will be down there, um, the arborist for Aquatic Park, uh, a bunch of the Parks and Rec people, and a lot of other people that use the Aquatic Park Basin will be planting trees out on the other side of the lagoon um, just to beautify it more. We'll also be working with the arborist a lot, um, Connor Stewart Paul, who's the new uh, um, Aquatic Park Stewart has already been in touch with the arborist and walking through and doing a bunch of stuff with them. So we're going to have a lot of work days. Um, You guys got the okay to use, um, I don't know, uh, to use uh, Fisher Price, my first um, uh, gardening (laughs) set um, over there at Oyster Bay. So we'll be doing more of that stuff, you know, Um, and uh, making sure the courses work, making sure the tournaments happen. And and the last thing I will say is, yes, money and money. Tournaments cost money. You know, if, if you have the, if you're in the position to buy a T sign, even if you don't care about early registration or whatever, but you got an extra 80 bucks or hundred bucks in your pocket, help out. That's going either to the pros, which make it a more interesting thing for them to play, or it's going towards lunches for volunteers. I paid, I paid three or $400 worth of lunches over the last week for New Year's classics. I mean, and we're trying to make sure that that's part of it because, you know, in previous years, that would just come out of people's pockets and stuff like that. But the volunteers need to get paid are not paid, but they need to be taken care of. Uh, and money helps with that as well. So any, you know, again, back to the bag tags, the more monies we have in the coffers, the more we feel comfortable extending ourselves by getting shirts for an event. Because, you know, even if people don't sign up, then, you know, maybe we, we end up with some extra shirts. It's those kind of logistics where you're, you're talking about the margins of hundred dollars here or there that'll make us decide whether or not we get cooler discs or not, or or that we can offer more things to the player um you know um and so all that stuff really adds up and it it makes a difference and me knowing really the budgeting of how a disc golf club works and how a tournament works if you ever want to sit down and talk about it and understand um, some of the issues that we face um and trying to grow the sport and make sure that there's places for people to play just let me know and i'll 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 be happy to sit you and, and talk you through it because it's really fun and really interesting but there's a lot of logistical things there and a lot of money that needs to to move around to make sure that these things happen so money always helps as well Anyways, yeah,
1: I, I ba- one quick sack on the Bogey Bros thing is that our team name was Volunteers Needed, because I wanted because <laughs> I wanted to use our platform to like let people know that volunteers are always needed in their clubs, uh, and 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 lo- and the Foundation Boys are pretty young, so it, they've got a very young audience. Getting that uh, in in the heads of the of the young folk that are mm-hmm. golfing uh, that giving back to your community is mm-hmm. is a positive and great um is awesome i mean i wouldn't have been in in the position that i am to go play the bogey bros if i didn't give back to my community i'm only i was only got there because of the uh that opportunity your name's out there your name's out there
0: people people you know my my name's out there when people need a tournament run my name's out there you know and that's that's fun you know i mean I, i don't do this completely altruistically, it's fun to be known, and, you know, I mean, people aren't going to know me because of my score, so I'd like to be known in the, in the community for some reason, so that's yeah. the way that I give back, you know. Uh, I can't throw 500 feet, but I can throw some pretty good events, so we'll do that. The other thing I wanted <laughs> to just say is that, like, it's not just like, hey, none of you guys are out there volunteering. You guys got to, you know, start signing up. There's so many great volunteers out there. And we thank every mm-hmm. single one of you. And if I wanted to, I could seriously talk for the next five minutes about people that have volunteered over the last two years for events that I've run, but they know who they are, they do it because they love doing it. Um, and, uh, you know, they will continue to do so. So, you know, th- th- thank you to them. And thank you to all those people that are going to volunteer this year, maybe for the first time, yeah. or maybe get a PDGA number for the first time, or maybe plan a tournament for the first time, you know, yeah. or maybe even pick up a disc for the first time. Hopefully they're not watching this before they've ever picked up a disc. That'd be really weird. <laughs> Anyways, should, we're the reason that they pick yeah, up disc golf these two these two, weir- <laughs> these two weirdos on facebook have some interesting things to say maybe i i think like ultimate maybe i should try it no they yeah. would have figured it out COVID. so should we do so we should, should we do this last part and call it a night yeah it's yeah, got, got about 10 minutes left
1: yep do you want to go first or do you want to go second yeah since
0: i have no idea what we're doing i'm, I'm gonna go first okay um great okay, so this is okay oh i'm gonna have blurred. to figure out if it'll it'll i might have to turn off my my blur one sec here <laughs> Um how does it know? It's AI, baby. This oh, is, cool. is a Discraft MRV. This disc hasn't been made for 12 years, 15 years. It went out of it went out of production maybe 12, 15 years ago. It was one of Discraft's first um not first, but it was one of their most popular mid-ranges. I would oh. say this is probably a five speed in today's parlance. They didn't really do it back then. Back then they just this might not even have it anymore. You can almost see it in the corner. They just had a number. It was like a number and an arrow. They still do the number and the arrow, but you can actually get flight numbers for disc craft. You couldn't back then. This is an MRV. So they don't make MRVs anymore. They had an MRX, an MRV, and a bunch of other stuff. This was a disc that I was in love with when I played disc golf, probably the first and second. I've had four eras of disc golf. (laughs) So I'm in my fourth era of disc golf. In my first era, it was at De La Viega, and I, I threw this disc a lot at De La Viega. And this disc is itself probably 20 years old. And I bought this new. It's my number from a long time ago. I'm not gonna, but well, you guys all know my number. Everybody, everybody that's watching this knows my number. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is, I might have actually written that. No, yeah, actually I can see my old phone number from Santa Cruz way, way down there. But this is a really special disc to me. This will never be thrown again. Um, I have one or two more of these that are in pristine condition. I'll never throw them because I don't fall in love with discs that I can't get anymore. Um, it's not a hex. Hex is my new favorite disc, but um, this was my hex twenty years ago, basically. And and if I took this out to a field, I probably still could get you know two seventy on it on a nice straight rope. So we'll see.
1: Dude, yeah. that is so cool. Yeah, uh, I old, will definitely old. be. Uh, I will definitely be looking on the. Uh, on I had to pull out I'm something. I had to
0: pull out something that it, that had been playing disc golf five times as long as Jeff Rexroth. That's what, he's like P- pull out something special. I'm like, okay, I'll pull out something that's almost as old as you are. <laughs> Actually, I always think Jeff Rexroth is in his early 20s, but he's not.
1: Bam. I will take that as a compliment. Thank yeah, you very well, much.
0: One of us has bleached hair. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's the only reason why I do it. to look I know. young. Because we're both born, uh, gray, Anyways. Yeah. For what do sure. you got? What do you got? Um, okay. So uh, Disc Mania this year uh, in their mystery boxes did this thing oh. called uh, – they have, like, different stones. Uh, and if you collect all the stones, uh, you get – the first person to collect all the stones uh, gets mystery boxes for life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't get that. Uh, absolutely not. I, I, I don't. Uh, but honestly, you got a, but that. you got a cool stone. I got yeah. One, it's my favorite. It's one of my favorite discs. Uh, two, it was my favorite name of all of the gems. Uh, also, I just thought the stamp was really dope. Uh, and so I, I, <coughs> I, I jumped. I jumped on the on the Discmania uh, collector page. Asked if anyone was selling. I got blanked for a week. I looked on eBay and someone was selling one for forty bucks, oh. uh, 40, 50 shipped, and I was like, "All Perfect. right, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna give myself a Christmas gift. I'm gonna buy it. I probably will never throw it." Uh, and then, of course, the next day, some guy jumped to my DM and was like, "Hey, I've got one. Do you still want one?" And I'm like, "Of course. How much are you selling?" And he's like, "Oh, 30 And I was like, "Yeah, sounds good." So now I'm gonna have I have I have another one on the way. And yeah, um, it seems but, like my
0: time lapse problem.
1: Uh, this is called. It's gonna be. A little hard to see
0: with the shininess, yeah, but
1: yep. Uh, so you can kind of see a skull right here. Um, so this is
0: called the Doomstone. Is that all one foil, uh, or is it? It is sp- one. It's yeah, just so a really they, cool it, foil. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they call it Shatterberry. Is the foil? Wow, um, that's gorgeous. But yeah. So, so the up top is blue, and then it blends down into the pinks.
0: Um, the the other one I got is. is what's it? What's it? It's supposed to be like.
1: Uh, it's an FD3, so it's a Firebird. It's a okay. Firebird. Yeah, yeah. But so they this, this is the first time that they have put this. Uh, they've made sea line plastic in Flex One, is what they call it. So <gasps> if you're a Discraft head, yeah, uh, it's 1. like Z Z Z Flex. Uh, so this thing is literally oh, gummy. like one hand so gummy. It is so tacky. That's like the um, uh,
0: that's like the uh, the Casta K3 stuff, right? yes right yeah, i really like that or yep. the no the k1 soft is what i mean the k1 soft
1: yes my apologies that's exactly yeah, yeah yeah um yeah so uh, or the new or one, the because... or the
0: proton soft from mvp which i don't have any of around here but yeah that's okay. yeah
1: it, it, it would be that yeah so this uh is probably going to go right back in the bag right now Yay. uh and then that one that second one i bought has been already been thrown oh okay so i'm going to i'm going to bag that it'll be a nice winter disc um this thing is so gummy uh, so tacky that I don't think incorrect. it'll be use useful in, uh, the summer. It'll just, it'll get too, too soft. Uh, but yeah, yeah those, 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 those
0: gummy boys can, yeah, can get a little, it can get a little ridiculous. That's a cool disc. So from a super old disc to a brand new disc that will never be thrown. Yeah. I mean, and, yeah. and I will tell you this, this, disc has been thrown though. So this is not yeah. my most beat up one. So back in the day, um, this craft had the Elite Z, which I think they still call a Z plastic, but then they had, um, Elite X, which is kind of not their base, but it was like kind of what like ESP is now, but they also had ESP back then, but they had this Elite X, which is like kind of more like a star, but a hard star. Anyways, I still have a couple of those that, are, that were like throwers and every once in a while I'll take them out to a field to see if they, I can still throw them. They're pretty flippy now, but yeah, just holding this brings out memories. I would say it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a buzz basically okay like proto buzz have so, you
1: ever have you ever seen uh seen one go up for sale like on ebay or yeah there was like a t-
0: I mean I, I could get them now i actually found on the Discraft buyers group like when i first found facebook's disc disc golf craziness when i got back into it during the pandemic um i found Discraft and i actually picked up one i think so i might have one newer one um but and but i also had a bunch i was like are these worth anything and there was a point where like they were like five or six years out of production where like people were really into them and like we're buying them and i had like some stock and i sold them then but um the farther you get away from a out of production disc the less people are relying on it anymore so the less anybody actually cares about them so now like if they go up you can't really find any pristine ones but you can find throwers for like 20 bucks you know but like they're few and far between or i'll find them in like a, a play it against sports you know, like, yeah. sometimes I just troll the Play It against Sports online thing. I don't do it as much as I used to, but they're online. They have, like, a web page where, like, it's just used discs from all over the country, and they ship. So, like, you can find some really Whoa. weird gems. Yeah. Like, they might be marked up to shit, but, like, I was finding, like, the, all these old weird... um It was during the pandemic, so I was finding, like, weird out-of-production MVP stuff, because I was getting into MVP at that point. But now, I've realized, stop throwing out-of-production stuff. Just... Fall in love with something that they're making right now because nobody wants to be chasing for, that dragon of a disc that you can't fucking find anymore.
1: Th- yeah, no, for sure. I really, I really badly wanted to putt with Rainmakers, and I just could not justify paying twenty five dollars for a putter, and I need a stack of them to practice. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I putt with baseline uh, P ones, and I can get them for
0: twelve dollars. Yeah, I, I mean, they're basically a fucking Rainmaker. I mean, right? There's, yeah. I mean, maybe yeah, a little food. It,
1: they're they're in between that and the P two. Uh so yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, they feel great in the hand and uh but yeah, I refuse. I have one for Glow. Uh yeah. and yeah. But yeah. that's it.
0: Yeah. Oh well yeah, that was the disc that, that Jeff wanted me to bring out. I have my it's probably over there. So actually you can see like I have stacks and stacks of discs right there. That's probably a couple hundred discs right there. But I have over yeah. there in one of those boxes is the uh the total eclipse or no, just eclipse Because it's streamlined. It's not a it's not a it doesn't have a, a core in a Outer rim, but yeah, I threw my first uh, ace in a in a glow round a couple months ago with a pilot. Of course, it was like ninety-seven feet, but that is a pretty special disc. When I actually, I have a whole wall there that I want to start putting discs on because we're going to be here for a couple more years. But uh, that'll be the first one up. Might as well retire it because I never threw it anyways. It's just a glow disc that I threw in my glow bag.
1: (laughs) Will it go next to your Eagle McMahon pilot?
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, my Eagle. Yeah, when he's when he signs for Streamline, when when he's the Streamline. Part of the trifecta yeah uh, yep. i don't know I, I was hoping that we would have some news about that to talk about obviously we didn't talk about the scuttle button the speculation because everybody knows about that but hopefully by the time we talk next well by the time we talk next we'll know where eagle went where gannon's going and alden harris um but yeah well when we call it there we 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 got an hour sounds out of this okay yeah, sounds great okay yeah. have a great night everybody and uh love to see you jeff good to see you buddy
1: love you too buddy let's play to soon everyone let's play yeah, soon yeah please do
0: okay Everybody go out and play soon. Bye.
1: Yeah.